everyone, welcome to Project Rusty, the show where we take a break from playing video games to play with the news. I'm Robert and I'm joined here by Austin. What's good? Mike. Sup? And our guest this week, Sam. Hello, hello. And you know what it is that we do here every week. We come together and we talk about the weird stuff that happens in the games industry. I'm going to throw the ball at Mike first. What have you got? So, uh, they just, um, revealed a brand new mechanic for Death Stranding that just looks like a total game changer. Can we please talk about this? <laughs> I'm so, I'm so excited for this. I've tuned myself out from Death Stranding, so I don't know what's, what's going to happen. Okay, Austin, you will be able to urinate within the game. Oh my god. That is <laughs> realism like we have never seen before. And it can be used as a weapon. Uh-huh. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why not? <laughs> throwing, throwing piss is like prison shit. You don't you don't do that in, like what? <laughs> You don't know the character. They could have been to prison. Probably. <laughs> the true. only sad thing about this is Hideo Kojima did confirm we will not be able to see Norman Reedus's penis. Yeah, that's the only sad thing. Oh, yeah. man. I've always wanted to. I know when, I first, when I first heard he could pee, <laughs> I was like, oh, snap, I'm going to get a good, good look in there. Yeah. Okay, look, I'm going to say this as someone who's a big fan of the Metal Gear Solid games even four and five. Kojima has reached a level where he can metaphorically piss on gamers and they will cheer for this man. God like, damn. All, I don't know if you guys saw the actual Gamescom thing, but they just it would open up with a shot of Norman Reedus's character sleeping and you have to wake him up. And when you try to wake him up once, he's like, no, no, no five more minutes. And you wake him up and then he gets a notification on the screen that's like, hey, your bladder's full. <laughs> <laughs> so they open up a weapon wheel for you to use your piss weapon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and you piss on the ground. I really want to know what happens if you like just don't. I don't, I don't you die. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Kidney stones. Yeah. But like the moment he started pissing. Everyone at Gamescom was like, <laughs> "Yes, hell yeah!" Oh man! Oh, it was imagine, so... just imagine what Metal Gear would have been like had Konami not held Kojima back so much. Here's the thing, man. I feel like that might have been a good thing because now we're getting pure, unadulterated Kojima, and we're getting a game where Norman Reedus. Mind you, with a fetus strapped to his stomach, is pissing on the ground. Oh my. I, I, you know, it's such a weird looking game. <laughs> I, I don't know why people are so interested in it. Is it because of Kojima? Yes. That's, that's the reason I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. What about the gameplay? What gameplay? It's all yeah. about Kojima. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah that figures. <laughs> I, I truly do think in a gameplay perspective, this might not be that great of a game. It'll just be fine. Might be a walking simulator more than anything, but it's going to be bonkers and wild because I think we're also all not mentioning the fact that after Norman Reedus was done pissing in the game, a mushroom grew from where he pissed upon. 
And <laughs> Kojima alluded, like, alluded to the fact that you can change the environment in ways like that with your piss. Okay, actually, um, now I am more impressed, and uh, I would really like a game where you could just piss a new world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Nintendo, listen up. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. You could put a whole new spin on a thing called the Water Temple. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> no, they got they gotta they gotta, you know, take it up a level, man. Lake has to be able to take a shit. Ah. <laughs> I mean, it's a survival game. Uh, there are some needs that when yeah. nature calls, you must do. You know, the body do has do. needs. Yeah. The do. Do the do. The do-do. I mean, and if you've seen the entire uh, Gamescom thing with Death Stranding, we also got a cutscene of a woman named Mama who breastfed one of the invisible monster things, but it was her baby that was born on the other side, I guess. What? Yep. <laughs> like you said, man, bonkers. Uh-huh. Oh, and Jeff Keighley's in the game. Wait, yeah. why? <laughs> because, because, because he and Hideo Kojima sexed every night. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Jeff Keighley's in the game, but he's not voiced by himself. He's voiced by Matt Mercer. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I guess Jeff Keighley was like really bad at voice acting. Maybe they gave it a shot and they're like, okay, you know what? We're, we're going to bring in the best of the best. And that's Matt Mercer. It's high noon. That guy. <laughs> he's pretty good. Yeah, no, he's good. Man, that's training such a wild. That's coming out soon. Oh my God, that's coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah. Like soon t- you'll be able to piss your way through the world. Two and a half months. Norman Peters. <laughs> nice. that, that was just bad. I don't know why I laughed. Or you could say Norman Fetus because he's carrying a fetus with him. I think we're done with this. <laughs> okay, next story. <laughs> I'm so hey, sorry. Sam, what have you brought to the table this week? So I don't know why we're here recording this podcast when we could be time traveling back to 2002 and playing Adventure Quest 3D while listening to a live chord concert. Oh, God. I'm sorry, what? Robert, have you ever played that game? Corn? <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we need to, because what Sam was talking about is a very niche title, I feel like, but I, I remember it from my childhood. Yeah, no, I don't know what Adventure Quest 3 is. Neither do I. So, Adventure Quest 3D is like a really old MMORPG that's still around, but like is, definitely peaked in like 2005. Should I be imagining a RuneScape? No, like, it's shittier. I mean, oh, RuneScape's good. Oh, man. It's like 2D, <laughs> totally shit art. Um, just, yeah. That's all I is need it like a, Is it like a Flash game? Yeah. Yes. I might know what you're talking about. I but mean, to- if you Google it, you'll definitely know. Maybe. But tonight, at sundown, Mm -hmm. there is going to be a live corn concert 
on the server and while they're playing uh, like some of their new songs from their upcoming album, you basically get to do like a, a, a monster rush in the arena, which is like a whole new definition of, of mosh pit. I was just going to ask, will there be a mosh pit? And I guess there will be. It was a monster mosh. <laughs> it was uh, a monster. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> it's just like such a niche thing. Like it probably targets less than a thousand people, five thousand people. I, I don't know. Okay, so I just want to make sure I understand this story right. Is it like the real corn, the actual people in the band corn? According to the press release, yes. And it is uh-huh. it is free for anyone who signed up for this to play this game. Uh, but you can purchase a VIP ticket. Oh yes. So that you can take pictures of your avatar interacting with the corn avatars. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. How many of these? Right. Like, I, I I can't imagine there's very many uh, people who really know what corn is playing the game because it's like a children's game, basically. Well, I mean, like if this game peaked in two thousand five, like corn kind of did then too. I guess. Yeah. You know, so- corn. Corn was popular in the early thousands. I feel like yeah. the demographic they'd be hitting right now would be people who were kids playing Adventure Quest 3D back then. Uh, yeah, people around my age. Yeah. Man. Yeah, because I grew up with Corn in the early 2000s. So. I grew up with Corn, but not the kind you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he made an agriculture joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was corny. Thank you. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Uh, That's what... <laughs> no. <laughs> Guys, I quit. <laughs> Look, I just... I find it very hard to wrap my head around this this thing, this one. Because, for one, if you're doing it for exposure from Korn's end, why not WoW or Final Fantasy? Well, Final Fantasy fourteen would not jive well with Korn. <laughs> Black Desert Online. Yeah, you know, has its own band actually. Why? Because. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, continue. But yeah, so I think it make it makes sense to do it there. But this is totally pretty much the people behind Adventure Quest 3D benefiting. Yeah, I yeah, I guess. Like. Like in their press, there's really no like justification for why this is happening beyond just they're playing new songs from their album. But like nothing about like target demographic, audience, you know, like why they chose this video game. It's just like, yeah, they're going to be here tonight. And this announcement came out yesterday. So it's not like it's been a long-term thing. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way, Korn's playing tomorrow. (laughs) Why the hell not? I mean, a band as big as Corn, though, I would imagine would do a bigger game. Yes. My question, though, is, is it too late to sign up for Adventure Quest? <laughs> it, it is not. <laughs> you know, Maybe by the time this podcast airs. Yes, yes, that is true. 
so I don't keep up with corn. I never followed them back in the day, and I sure surely don't now. Like if I didn't back then, nothing's gonna change at this point. So I don't know pretty much anything about how they've been for the past decade. But I didn't realize that they were living in 3019. <laughs> where they could see the future and realize this is the path they need to take to become the biggest band on the planet. That's galaxy brain thinking. Oh, yeah. They're playing 4D chess. <laughs> They're playing 5D chess when all we can do is watch the Avengers in 3D. Man. I don't know. I mean, hey, good good luck to Corn dealing with that one. I feel like that's going to be a weird but fun event. Question mark. Uh, Austin, what have you brought to the table this week? All right. So my story is I was a little skeptical at first uh, about this One Punch Man game coming out. Right. It's a fighting game and um, it has One Punch Man in it. And if you haven't seen the anime, One Punch Man is completely invincible like he kills everything in one punch doesn't take any damage but the developers found a really cool workaround to kind of like balance it which i think is funny so while characters like uh the moomin rider just this dude that rides a bike and like the best hero he is the best hero he's very Mm -hmm. wholesome he like saves cats from trees and shit uh while he's fighting these giant like bad guys Saitama is running over to the battlefield. So he's not going to be there immediately. And you have to like pull off combos and perfect guards to increase the speed in which he comes there. And I guess if you fail, then you pretty much get obliterated. So it's about like, you know, doing well so that Saitama can show up and punch the dude in one hit and kill them. I I kind of really like that. (laughs) Yes, like, you know, I thought they were just going to have him as a character somehow. And the first trailer, they just showed him getting beaten up. Oh, well, not beating up, but like taking hits and not really doing anything. Right. Um, But I really like this workaround. It's just kind of funny. I I, I love that they somehow found a way to make a One Punch Man game work. Wait, so then can you never play a Saitama? Is he just like a game mechanic? It seems like he's just a mechanic, like he shows up eventually. It's kind of like in the anime when, yeah, he's pretty much the main character, but most of the fighting is done by the heroes before he shows up and just like kills everything because he has better stuff to do, like grocery shopping. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely an exaggeration on like how the shonen main character is always busy doing something that's not the main plot. So everyone else has a chance to be in the plot. Exactly. But. I don't know. I kind of like I like the idea of that as a game mode. I don't know how I'd feel about playing an anime fighting game where you don't get to play as the main character, though. Yeah, but how exciting could that really be? I mean, he just show up and punch the dude. Yeah, honestly, I was curious how they were going to do him in the game, because it's like if he was a playable character, it just completely breaks the point of the anime. Yeah, I mean, that's his whole shtick, right? Is that he destroys the point of a shonen anime because he just beats everything in one hit. Yeah, in some ways, it's like, I mean, it's an anime that doesn't take itself seriously. And it seems like the game is doing the same thing, which I like. Yeah, I'm hoping that 
I really do hope that game is good. If only to get more eyeballs on One Punch Man, even though I hear season two isn't that great. Yeah, apparently it was a disaster. Yeah, I mean, part of it is that they changed studios. But yeah, the animation quality just like plummets. Ugh. Yeah, I never saw the anime. I read the manga. Was the plot good, at least, of season two? It was okay. Like, not this, not nearly as good as season one, but it wasn't bad. But, like, just the overall quality decreased, so it's kind of like, you know, like, 7 out of 10 instead of 10 out of 10. Did, did they get to Garo in the anime? Oops. <laughs> Garo? <laughs> I think, yeah, that was his name. Like, the hero he, hunter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Gr- Gru. Yeah. Gru from Despicable Me? <laughs> yes. Gru? Yes. Gru. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, the thing with One Punch Man is that it's surprising how much the mangaka could run with just one joke. But there are times where you definitely feel, at least from reading the manga, where you feel, yeah, this... This is still all based on one joke, you know? That's, that's why I stopped reading it, to be honest. Yeah, same. But I hope the game's at least fun. I do feel like there, sh- there should be a section where you play as him, though. There might be. I mean, they showed off this mechanic and it led me to believe that, like, this is how things are going to work. Yeah. I'm sure they'll have some kind of mode where you could just be him and just go around punching stuff. <laughs> right. I don't know why you would think that's fun. You literally don't get hurt. You just, well, I mean, I guess it's fun to see things like die in one hit. But other than that. But like, could you imagine playing a Naruto game? But they're like, you can't play as Naruto. Uh, or Bleach game. No, would you go? Do you yeah. like a spinoff without them? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying I would love to be able to play the, I guess, spoilers for the end of season one for One Punch Man. But that final fight with Boros. I feel like playing that would be very cool. That's like the only time he's ever challenged <laughs> or, or inconvenienced. Is it? <laughs> yeah, inconvenienced. Might be the right <laughs> uh, I've got a story for you all. Um, it's it's a terrifying one that depicts a very frightening future because oh, the no. a, the AIs are taking over. Nice Terminators coming true, uh, in Mortal Kombat Eleven. So, <laughs> in Mortal Kombat Eleven, there are brutalities, right? Uh, which are basically just you know super cool moves that you do to to stunt on your your foes, fam. Um, but there are some fatalities, or not fatalities, brutalities now that have been added to the game that players cannot do, but the AI can. It's like the first step in AI superiority over humanity. Yeah, um, I don't like that. That's scary. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. what's what's next? The PS4 is going to rise up, fight us, do brutalities on us, the humans. It's going to shoot discs at us at super speeds and <laughs> slice you. That sounds like a Borderlands weapon. <laughs> Randy, I know you're I was listening. Say, <laughs> hey, Randy, like, please be listening to us. Hey, get Randy on the phone. <laughs> I got him on speed dial. Do you? Yeah, I met him twice, remember? Yeah, I forgot, and he did a magic to you. Yeah. 
You were there too. Oh my. Unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like this is kind of a weird way to update it. I mean, I'm pretty, I, I'm willing to bet this is probably just like, oh, they're going to update it again. This might just be a bug or something that only the AI can do it. But I find it funny that there are people who have found it only because the AI did it. Like there are YouTube videos out there of people who have found the AI doing this. That's that's maybe just unsettling. Not, maybe it's not a bug and the AI figured out how to do it on their own. Maybe. It was like a super secret like ability. Or it's it was Ed Boon. <laughs> He's playing the game. Oh god, what if they put a self-learning AI in Mortal Kombat 11 and it's been four months it's taken four months for the AI to develop new techniques. Honestly, that'd be actually really cool. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Knowing Ed Boon, this is just probably his way to troll us. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's funny, though, just adding this kind of thing. Because I feel like it's really spooky when it's a game, like a fighting game, right? Where every quantity is theoretically known, right? Because you can play as every character that you can fight against. So whenever they do a combo, you could theoretically look it up and be like, oh, okay, now I know how to do that combo. But if it, if an AI fighting enemy does a thing and you're like, wait, hold on, how the fuck did they do that thing? <laughs> like, there's nothing. How did, they, what? <laughs> I, don't know, I feel like it's a whole other level weird. It's frightening. That's what she said. I don't, I don't, wait, what? I don't know either. <laughs> what? <laughs> That threw me off. <laughs> but yeah, the AI is going to take over. Watch. If you own Mortal Kombat 11, watch yourself. Sleep with one eye open. I already do. It's a weird way to do it, but I guess you live with cats. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think that wraps us up, though, for this week's episode of Project Rusty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, Austin, you want to leave anything with the folks? Follow me on Twitter at Platysaur, P-L-A-T-Y-S-A-U-R. I know somebody will eventually. I'll do it. Thank you. I'll unfollow you just to follow you again. <laughs> wow. Just to give you the notification. It's an honor. Sure. Or maybe I'll just unfollow and leave it at that. What the hell? <laughs> this has been a terrible <laughs> podcast. You're so mean. Wow. Rude. <laughs> uh, hey, Mike, what do you want to leave the folks with? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Zolo five six seven. Oh yeah, uh, Sam. Uh, follow me on Twitter at SamBaggyG. Hell yeah! Uh, I guess for my other podcast, we're gearing up into Terrace House stuff. That new season's dropping pretty soon, so we're getting excited for that. You can find it at Tadima Pod on Twitter. Um, otherwise, may you know, keep an eye on Mortal Kombat eleven, Combat eleven, and. Uh, do you you do you this has been project rusty we'll see you next week with another episode and until then see ya Later.